My bank account was a negative $499. And I was like, okay, so what do I do? Do I go back <laughs> to no, no. my job? Or, you know, do I um, continue on? This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things black entrepreneurship, politics, news, and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black. Wall Street. Black Wall Street. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black. Black. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome to the 66th edition of Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham. It's so awesome to be here, and we are certainly excited about all that 2020 has in store. Today's show is brought to you by Abinofora Natural Hair Salon, an African clothing store. You've been asking, and we do have tickets to this year's African fashion show at the Zyder's Theater. Last year was a sold-out affair, and you don't want to miss the custom fashions presented by Abinofora. Also sponsoring our show are Milestone Mental Health Agency and Apex Financial Group of Virginia. This week's Community Health Moment, brought to you by Milestone, focuses on human trafficking in light of Human Trafficking Awareness Month. A few quick facts. Uh, According to the Human Trafficking Institute, the state of Virginia ranks sixth in the nation of active human trafficking cases on the federal federal court dockets, uh, according to an October 2018 report. There are two types of human trafficking, sex trafficking, which accounts for 75% of all active cases, as well as labor trafficking. It is defined as the illegal trade of human beings for the purposes of reproductive slavery, commercial sexual exploitation, or forced labor as it occurs in the state of Virginia. And it is widely recognized as a modern day form of slavery. So if you suspect that someone you know may be impacted by human trafficking, you're urged to get the police involved. And please, please continue spreading the word via social media, sharing license plates and other valuable information. I wanted to highlight this because a number of people that I know have been impacted. And so just want to continue to get the word out there. Uh, The focus for today's show, though, is women empowering other women in business. Uh, In fact, every year, American Express commissions the State of Women-Owned Business Report. And according to an article by Forbes, the number of businesses owned by black women have grown by nearly 165% in the last 12 years. That's a lot of numbers. Uh, Black women are the only group with more business ownership than their male counterparts. While this data is impressive, black women face incredible odds as entrepreneurs. Not only do they face a lack of access to resources, including capitalization to scale their businesses, they're also more likely to have started their businesses because of issues related to discrimination in the workplace. So we start businesses because we simply believe we didn't have a choice. Despite growing trends in business ownership, uh, American Express says that the gap is widening between the average revenue for businesses owned by women of color and those owned by minority women or non-minority women, excuse me. Black women are taking the leap and leaving corporate. And in that same 12-year period uh, we referenced earlier, revenues have actually dropped from 84,000 in 2007 to uh, 66,400 in 2018. While for non-minority businesses, revenues actually increased from 181,000 to 212,000. 
So all of these statistics no doubt point to a need for advocacy, resources, and support for the business-owning Black woman. And here to share her experience and expertise is Janita Castile, the one and only. She is the founder of the Year of the Female Boss, which is a platform built to inspire women to walk into purpose through entrepreneurship. Since its inception, the Year of the Female Boss has expanded from empowering women with affirming words to also offering tangible resources and knowledge to enable them to start, grow, brand, and market their businesses through one-on-one consulting and monthly classes forming Female Boss University. Female Boss University is an extension, again, of the uh, Year of the Female Boss, and it was birthed to broaden the reach of Janita's message, allowing her to offer her services to women outside of her local area. We're going to hear much more about FBU here in a few moments. Welcome to the show, Janita. How are you? Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here. I'm a little emotional. <laughs> Don't be. Really? Yeah, I am too. This is, this is amazing. I appreciate it. I'm this glad to have you back. And speaking of that, Janita, it's just really cool watching everything that you're doing, right? And I saw you just kind of throwing these huge scope level events. I'm like, how is she doing this? Right. To all of a sudden kind of really focusing in on this need uh, for black women. So talk to us just about that, what catalyzed that change for you. How'd you get to this place? Wow. I mean, what I can start off by saying is just, just purpose. You know, when I took the leap from my job, I didn't know what I was going to be doing. So FBU wasn't into play. Consulting wasn't into play. Um, Providing the resources that I provide now wasn't into play. It was just the events. I was doing the empowerment events. and Big events, though. Yeah, you know, I don't (laughs) know how big, but, you know, I hope they were impactful. Yeah. Um, That was my goal, to just have impactful events. Mm -hmm. And just because of who I am, I always want to give back. Um, and I always want to, I'm very hard on myself, very mm-hmm. hard on my brand. And I always want to make sure that people are gaining, you know, um, what I set out for them to gain, which is knowledge and power. And empowerment means much more to me than just hosting an annual event. Sure. I didn't want to just give them an annual event, but I didn't know what that looked like. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what the extension of it would look like. And so I did what I knew how to do which was um, the event. So when I left my job, my idea was to, oh, I'm going to travel around the world just hosting these events. And yes, I said the world because, you know, I was leaving my job and I said, okay, well, I have to um, also monetize this if I'm leaving my job. And so it's just, I just allowed, you know, life to take its course and it evolved um, into so much more because the need, um, you know, women just seeing and hearing and, you know, listening to them and them talking to me, I'm like, you know what, they need more. And how can I give that more? And so that's how the consulting started because um, like myself, I didn't have any one to go to to say, how do, how do I do this thing? How do I start this business? How do I, where do I go? How do I form, you know, format it? And just learning those things on my own, I was just giving free knowledge away. And then that just evolved into um, doing the consults. Mm-hmm. And I got an office. Everything just happened so fast. I don't even really know how to explain it. It just all happened so fast. And that's how I knew it was something I was supposed to be doing because mm-hmm. it happened so fast. Uh, women attracted um, to it very at, at a rapid pace. And, um, and then again, just wanting to offer them something besides an event. You know, you come to the event, you get inspired, you go home, and then you do what? Right. <laughs> so I wanted to answer that. I do this. 
And so I'll provide you with this tangible resource and to do that. That's my next question. What are the products and services you're now offering? So you're doing one-on-one consultations, is that? Yes, yes, yes. So okay. I do the one-on-one brand consultations. So a lot of women come to me wanting to know how to get their message out to the world. You know, who am I? What am I doing with this business? I'm all over the place. I have all of these ideas. How how do I hone in on my niche market? Mm-hmm. Um, how do I serve the audience that I was, you know, meant to serve? You got to give us some of those nuggets too. People <laughs> listening want to know right. the answer to that question. Absolutely. They figured out what they want to do, but they have right. no idea how to reach They have the no idea how to reach the people. and who they're reaching. So it's important in business to know who your target audience is. Who are you targeting? And what do you want to teach them? Mm -hmm. That's the baseline of everything, knowing the why and the who. Your why will take you further, you know, than than anything. And then who. Um, And so I consult uh, women. uh, They come into the office and they either do the one-time consultation or they choose to join FBU where they get a continuous consultation you know, consultations and they get to go online and come to the on-site classes as well. So I do have classes uh, four times a month. Um, that's an extension of FBU as well. And then FBU um, is also online to broaden my reach where women all over the world can sign in, um, create a um, a platform um, on the on the website to learn different things about business, marketing, branding, and all of that. Fantastic. You sound busy. <laughs> it's, yeah. Four times per month. I'm yes, sure yes, your consultations yes, yes. are happening daily. Yes. And then the online daily, piece. Daily. Wow. And the online piece. And then the on-site piece. So, yeah. So, you, I know you just launched FBU. What was the community's response? What, what was You know, thought? I got um, great feedback. You know, I was doing the classes anyway with the brand ambassador. Okay. okay. Um, and so, when I initially did the brand ambassador, I just wanted women to join the movement mm-hmm. and just to help me market. Um, That's what the brand ambassador piece was. But I wanted to also offer them something, you know, because they were paying into um, the platform. So I said, okay, well, since they are paying for it, I want to teach them something. So I taught them how to start their business, again, how to brand and market. And then the idea came out of nowhere. I'm going to start a whole educational program to do this. So now Female Boss University um, was actually birthed out of the brand ambassador program. Sweet. Yeah. Sounds like something I wrote recently about how success begets more success. Absolutely. Right? I, I tell people all the time when you, you know, where you start, it's not where you're going to end up. I had you, no you idea. Have to, this yeah. It's just a Absolutely. Thing, right? It evolves, wow. evolves. And, you know, once you step into what you're supposed to be doing, it just takes off from there and you have mm-hmm. to go with it. Wow. Yeah. Big advice. <laughs> I hope you bored that. Once you get there, just once, keep yeah, going, Once right? you get there, just keep going. Um, wow. Push past the hurdles. Had a lot of hurdles come my way. And had I stopped, you know, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be what it is today. And a lot of women wouldn't have been impacted um, the way that they have if I would have went back to my job or if I would have said, you know what, this isn't working or I'm frustrated. Can I ask you a question? Look, this is not in my notes, but I want to ask this about the women that you work with one-on-one. Mm-hmm. What kinds of businesses are they starting? Um, you know, it's very interesting. And I'll say this. Um, a lot of women that come to me one-on-one, they come to my office and they said, they say, I had a dream about you. <laughs> and oh, wow. 
someone has been, you know, mentioning your name and you just popped up one day and I said, you know what, it's meant to be. Everything, it seems like it's like directed, like the divinely directed when they come into my office to sit with me or, they, or they'll say, God sent me, um, you know, to you and... I had a lady come to my office one day and she had just quit her job. Like she oh, walked wow. out of her job and she said, you were the first person that popped in my head. She, you know, messaged me and she said, I need a consultation. She sent me the money and she came and sat in my office and I'm like, oh my God, like what is this? Mm. Like it's just very, very, very um, interesting um, cases sure that come is. my way and um, I can actually help them because I've been there. Mm-hmm. I've done it. Mm-hmm. I've taken that leap. I've got past the hurdles, you know. Um, I'm growing. I'm going, you know. That's a so, niche in and of itself. Yes. The individual that just left their job. Absolutely. To start a business. I get a lot of women who want to start, you know, movements or do the whole women That's empowerment what I was thing. Say. Are they wanting to do what you're doing? Yes, yes, yes. I get a lot yeah. of women coming my way saying, you know, I want to do an event. And I, I have to explain to them that it's just not about an event. Mm-hmm. It's not an event, mm-hmm. you know. You know, and my response is, oh, do you really? Yeah. Well, why? Yeah. You know, I don't do this thing for fame or fortune. Mm-hmm. Actually, I put a lot of my own money, you know, um, into what I do. Actually went broke doing that um, when I first started. That was just something that I was willing to sacrifice. So mm-hmm. it wasn't about, you know, notoriety or popularity or trying to get my name out there. It wasn't about me. It was trying to fulfill um, the assignment, you know, on my life to be able to help these women. And so I tell people who come to me who want to do women empowerment events and things, it's not about an event. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about, I'm oh, so yeah, I want to do a brunch. Oh, yeah, I want to do this. Yeah, I want to do that. It's, it, it looks good. You know, when people post on social media, you know, the There's vision board parties and that. this, this and that, you know, mm-hmm. it hype. People follow the hype. It's not about a hype. It's about it's intentional. You know, what do you want to provide for your community? What do you want to walk away? When people come to my events and I tell them um, all the time when I give my little speech um, before the event, I say, I'm responsible for how you leave here. I'm responsible for your life right now. You're in my hands. You came to this event, um, you know, for several different reasons. Whether you thought it was a good time, whether you saw it on Facebook and just decided to come, whether you came looking for something, but I'm responsible for you right now. So the information that's provided on this platform, the information that I tell you, how I inspire you, the nuggets that I give you, I want you to take and apply it to your life. You know, I'm that serious. I don't care about the bills and the whistles and the entertainment and all of that. Yes, I do try to provide some type of, Mm -hmm. you know, to break Mm -hmm. the monotony of the whole speeches and stuff. But my whole purpose of these events is to let them know that they have a purpose. You know, is to get the women together in one, yes, in, in, in one setting and to let you know, hey, let's do this thing. It's now or never. You know, you have something that you have been assigned to do as well, it's not a just. It's not about me. It's not about the people um, that's popular in the community. It's not about them. It's about all of us collectively coming together mm-hmm. and you know providing resources for the people who do not know. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I stress. That okay, you want to do an empowerment? Okay, do you know what the word empowerment is? You know, you're equipping someone to do something. Okay, so now let's do that. Now, are you equipped yourself to give this thing? All right. It's not about a women empowerment event. It's not. A, it's not about that. It's about really educating people. It's about really being serious about, you know, um, how they live their lives, you know. And so that's why everything I do, the whole Female Boss University, um, you know, they turn in assignments. You know, they go online and I have to approve those assignments. 
So I have to go in just like any other teacher or professor and I watch the videos. I make them do videos, you know, um, and the assignments. I have to go grade those things. And if you said something wrong or if I think something um, is not right, I contact you. Mm-hmm. And I'll, that's what, you know, I set the platform for and I will continue to do that because I want to know what you're learning. I want to know how you're applying this to your life. I want to know, you know, because if I give you information and send you out to the office, even when I do the consultations, I say, okay, this is a one-time consultation, but I still want to know what you've done after this. I'm not just going to throw you away and say, hey, I've already, you've already sent me your money for this one-time consultation. I still have to know if you've taken what I said and applied it to your life, your business, your career. So that's how serious I am. It's not about the money for me because it was about that. I would have went back to my job the, the next day right. that I, you know, after right. I quit, you know. So I'm, I'm very, very, very serious about what I do how I do it um, and who I do it for. I appreciate all that you touched on. Um, just then, if you just tuned in, this is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street today. Uh, we are sitting with Janita Castell uh, with the Female Boss Movement, just sharing about women's empowerment and women empowering other women um, for business success. Something you said, uh, something I think about often, I feel like this women's empowerment piece is trending. Right, right, right. right. I mean, and it is. Right, and it it's, is. And it's trending for, for good reason, right? Mm-hmm. If you think yeah. about yeah, the yeah. statistics that I shared earlier, more and more women moving into entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think it's so pertinent that we really be about purpose. Absolutely. And not just, not not just, just the, shiny, the thing, shiny thing. You know? Yeah, so thank you for yeah, that. Absolutely. For that commitment. I was going to ask, I mean, I know you're a purpose pusher. That's a big part of mm-hmm. your, your piece. I was going to ask if it felt like purpose for you having transitioned from the events into FBU and all of that. But I know it does. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's a no brainer. What I teach now, I didn't go to school for, you yeah. know, and I'll stay in Yeah, I'll, I'll stay firm on that. I didn't go to school for. Yeah. Um, the things that I know that I teach women, sometimes I, I ask myself, how do you know that? Mm-hmm. How do you know that? Mm-hmm. You know, and then of course, you know, I go to seminars, I, I read books, you know, I really educate myself on what I'm doing because I want to evolve with the times and evolve with the trends of, you know, education and information and social media and all of those you things. Stay I want to stay relevant, right. absolutely, in my craft. And, you know, when I go to these seminars and when I, you know, learn this information or read it, I'm like, man, I already knew that. You know, um, and I, I'm just in awe. I'm just in awe and it's truly, truly, truly purpose. It's truly, truly, truly an assignment. And so that's um, how you know that you're walking in your assignment and your purpose is you do, um, it's effortless. Mm. It's effortless. You know, it's like, yeah. it, it's, you know, it's like, man, this is, it's I was made work, for this. It's a lot of work, it. but you love you're, doing you're it. And it, it just comes, it's something that comes natural right. to right. you. Now, again, hardships have nothing to do with the fact that this is what you've mm-hmm. been, you know, Trust assigned me, to do. You. <laughs> I know right. what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wow. I think when we get back, we got to open up the phone lines. I think people probably want to ask questions one-on-one. What do you think? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. Okay. Can we drop some social media tags and things whereby um, folks can get in contact with you? Yes, yes. So um, I have several different pages. However, you can find me on Instagram at Female Boss University. Um, you can also find me there at Live Inspired LLC. And you can also find me on Facebook at Live Inspired or Janita R. Castile. Live Inspired on Facebook or Janita. I'm writing these things down because I want to make sure I share these at the end as well. 
Janita R. Castile. And that's J E N I T A. J E A. Oop, I'm sorry. See? <laughs> N I T A and um, the letter R and C A S T I L L E. Okay. Websites you want to share? How can people get plugged in if they want to join FBU? Right. So it's www.femalebossuniversity.com. www.femalebossuniversity.com. Okay. And what about if they want to attend anything you have coming up? So to attend um, on February 1st, um, have a Black History um, event honoring uh, women in business, innovators, leaders, uh, women in the community that's really making strides and being a trailblazer and um, really owning their lane and making great impact in the community. So I'm honoring um, many different women who are doing that in the community on February 1st at the Slover Library. And that's from noon to 4.30. It is open to the public um, to come out and experience these women um, getting their awards and being honored. And that okay. is, you can go to my website. That's www.thebossmovement.org and register. Thebossmovement.org. Yes. Okay. Perfect, perfect. When we come back, I'm going to share three conferences that you'll definitely want to attend if you're a black woman, either in business or uh, aspiring to start a business. And we'll have more with Janita Castile. We'll talk in just a moment. Excellence is being able to perform at a high level for a long period of time. The next level success is just a step away. Stay tuned. Black Wall Street Today will be right back after a word from our underwriting sponsors. When the conversation is good and the friends are even better, you'll find a wine that brings it all together. Shoe Crazy Wine. Remember that name. Shoe Crazy Wine. Available at Costco, Kroger, and these other fine retailers. Peace. I'm your brother, Crump. I have a new podcast called Snatched. Sorry. You're about to get snatched. It's the best of my YouTube channel, Crump TV. In audio mastered format. Snatch and run! On Blueberry, Android, the Edgy Podcast, Stitcher, Digital Podcast, and Speaker. Ever experienced what snatching is like? Let's get free or die trying to save our nation and children. Let's get free or die trying to save our nation and children. Let's get free or die trying to save our nation and children. Come on, Christians. You are now. Word up, you are now in a high power mix with Positive Vibes Entertainment at www.positivevibes.net. Holla into the mix, 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 into the mix. You've been rocking to the revolutionary sounds of Positive Vibes Entertainment. Positive Vibes Entertainment is available for your wedding reception, family reunion, praise party, or any other event. Our website is www.positivevibes.net. We hope that you will be blessed, stay blessed, and be a blessing. And now, more Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham on Smooth 88.1 WHOV. 
welcome back to this week's edition of Hashtag Add This to the List, sponsored by Apex Financial Group. Today, I'll be sharing three conferences to add to your list of must-attend events. The first is Black Enterprises Annual Women of Power Summit. You don't want to miss it. Happening March 5th through 8th in Vegas at the Mirage Hotel. It's three days of empowerment to grow and strengthen your business and personal brands, as well as connect with national leaders and influencers from large companies, including ADP, FedEx, BET, and Black Enterprise. Uh, Second is the Power Rising Conference happening April 16th through 19th in Baltimore, Maryland. The Power Rising Summit provides a space for Black women from coast to coast to come together as one. It says we will leverage our collective wisdom and develop strategic, actionable ways to build and maximize our economic and political power for the betterment of ourselves, our families, our communities, and our future. And last but not least is the Black Women Talk Tech event. Uh, This year's theme is 2020 Road to Billions Conference. It's happening in just a few short weeks as well. Uh, February 27th through 29th at the Penn Plaza Inn in New York. This immersive three-day tech conference is designed by Black women founders for Black women founders. A roadmap to billions is a call to action, giving voice, strategy, and opportunity to help Black women founders build the next billion-dollar businesses. Huge, huge, huge. We're back now with our special guest, Ms. Janita Castile, founder of the Female Boss Movement. Yay. Yay. So grateful to have you here. Yes, thank you for having me. <laughs> for sure. So let's talk a little bit more about Female Boss University. Can you speak to your vision, big picture for the school? Why it is you decided to create it? So my vision for FBU, you know, I want to reach women around the world. I have never had a a local mindset. Um, Mm. You know, I always knew that whatever I was going to be doing uh, would be national. Um, And so I really want, I created the online portion because I do have the on-site classes here, Mm -hmm. you know. And so I created the online portion to be able to reach women minority women all over the world. Um, And so that is my vision to educate them on how to start their business, how to take that leap into entrepreneurship and what that will look like um, and really setting them up for success and creating a solid foundation for them to start their business. Um, And it's also for um, the established business owner who wants to go further. You know, how do I continue on in this? How do I brand it? How do I put my message out to the world? Um, am I missing any pieces? So this is also for um, the woman who may be missing pieces in her business. And so it's teaching them that factor. Not only that, um, but I also hone in on, so I have a, a course on purpose in mm. my university. It's mine. I can create it how I want it, right? Of course. So um, I'm big on purpose. I'm big on um, I'm big on really um, knowing who your audience is. I'm really big on um, touching and impacting lives in your in your business. And so I have courses. What is your purpose? You know, what is your passion? I'm really big on passion. You loving what you do. Why else are you doing it if you don't love what right. you do, right? right. Um I have courses on mental health and spiritual health and things like that because how are you going to be a great career woman and an entrepreneur if you are all over the place, you know, mentally and spiritually. Um, Also, adding to the educational classes that will be four times a month here in the community, I'm adding on um, Spanish classes because, again, minority women. And then as the world evolves, I mean, that was... You should have started learning that, you know, way before anyway. Um, But just, you know, living in Northern Virginia and, um, you know, 
applying to jobs, a lot of jobs wanted you to be bilingual, mm -hmm. you know. A lot of jobs wanted you to have a second language or even kind of understand it or something. So um, adding on um, other languages to the university that you'll be able to come to class and, and, and learn that. I'm also adding a fitness portion to it where um, different fitness instructors will come out and you can come and have a group fitness class. So I have a whole schedule um, that I have put out there. I put out there, put it out there at my event initially, and then so I'll make a digital version that I'll put online for people to see. And so I really, um, I care about the whole entire person, the whole entire person. And so that's what um, you'll be able to receive in Female Boss University. But why did I put the minority piece on yeah, Female Boss University? Piece? You know yeah. what? I, it was not like that at first. Hmm. And um, when I was creating the curriculum, you know, I was up many, many, many nights. I mean, it took me forever to figure out how to create this online platform. I was supposed to partner with someone hmm. um, who was going to build it for me. But, you know, just me being me, you know, but just wanted to see if I could do it myself. And again, it, it took me a while, but I got in there and I got it done. And so um, it was missing something, but I didn't know what. I knew, you know, I was going to put this thing out. I knew I was going to launch it, but it was just a missing piece there because I just came out of nowhere with the minority piece. It was just out the blue. And... Um, because before, you know, my movement was for, which it, which it is, but I'm, I'm just choosing the people that I'm targeting, you know. Yeah. And so I was reading an article. This was when the Popeye's chicken, um, mm, you okay. know, whole thing <laughs> came about. I still haven't had one, by the way. It's, 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 it's not it's not that great. Okay. <laughs> it's not all with, it's not about all the hype. It's okay. not, it's, okay. it's um, and so I was reading the article and, you know, something had happened at one of the um, Popeyes. I forget where it was. And I was reading the comments. And so the comments were saying, why would you go to that community? Why would you, you know, why would you go to that? You know, the black people are there. You know, they, they act like this. They, you know, why would you even put yourself in a position to, to, to go um, with them? You know, so, I mean, it was just a lot of different negative feedback that I, I just didn't like. Right. And so I came across another article and it was a journalist who had written, a black journalist who had written an article that said, um, she was talking to Caucasian people and she said, what are your pet peeves about black people? Mm. Okay. And so she got a lot of backlash from that, um, needless to say. And so a lot of the things were, they're uneducated. They don't know how to talk. Um, you know, they're poor. The grammar, I mean, and it was just, it was bad. And I cried. It really touched me. It touched me. And then I thought about myself. I thought about the way I grew up. I thought about my mother. Um, I grew up in the projects. I thought about my mother who didn't know anything about credit, career. She didn't work. She was on public assistance. No one in my community really worked. They were all on public assistance. They were stuck in this this cycle. Um, my mother didn't have a credit card. She was 56 years old the, the year before she died. Um, she wow. didn't have a bank account until that time. I mean, she didn't know. And people perish because what? They don't Lack know. Of Lack of knowledge. And I stumbled upon these things. I wasn't taught. I wasn't taught. And how much further could I have been had I known these things, you know, um, starting out, had I known these things when um, I was growing up 
you know, I, did, I didn't know. And so I said, you know what? I want to impact the people who are just like me, who look like me, who the disadvantaged people. Sure. You know, and so that's why I put it on. And I, and I was kind of hesitant because I, I didn't want the backlash. Mm-hmm. And I received it right away. I received emails um, from different people. And they were like, why would you do that? You are, um, you... Um, had you been known prior to that point for having a multicultural presence? Not really, because I, I've never. I think maybe two or three. Okay, you know, yeah, that's what I was people thinking. outside of you know my black community have visited hmm. anything that I do have come to or come to anything that I do. But when I put but that when I put it put out there on the right, they, they, they right. didn't want me to put that tag on. And when I did, yeah. I received emails. Hmm. You know, um, interesting. Asking, you know, you know, why would you do that? You are really. Um, taken away from you know your market you're not gonna make any money you're not going to wow yeah you know um so i i really felt that it was meant to be then mm-hmm. and like this is it's, it's needed it's needed it's neat to hear how your personal story mm-hmm. you know impacted that decision though I think that that's typically what happens, right? Absolutely. There's some um, connection between what our experience was. Yes. What we see in others that kind of builds that bridge. Yeah. Again, I grew up, you know, in the projects. My father um, was, you know, on drugs. My mother was an alcoholic. She was abusive. Um, wow. I could have won a lot of ways in life, you know, but I've always had, you know, something inside of me, something that pushed me, something that, you know, mm. just said, hey, this is this is not life. I always knew there was more. I remember a, a lady coming to me one time. I didn't know her. She didn't know me. And she said, you are one to, um, she said, you are one to dig the rabbit hole or something like that. She referenced the rabbit hole. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. But now later on in life, I get it. There's always more to me. Mm-hmm. I'm always digging, 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 mm-hmm, digging. Mm-hmm. And so just from a young child, I didn't get caught up in all um, of what I could have been caught up in because I knew there was more to life. Sure. And I was determined to find that more. And so now that I have found that more, I want to go back and reach the people who don't know that there's more out there. People like my mother, like my grandmother, who um, didn't get a chance to. My mother, she had an entrepreneurial spirit because she started, you know, selling things out of her house and different that. But if she had the knowledge, maybe she could have started a whole entire enterprise or, sure. or business. And so, again, um, I want to reach the people who don't know and the people who are disadvantaged and provide them with that re- those resources. And again, is, does that mean that, um, you know, I I only want black women or, or Hispanic women or, you know, no. That means that, that means that this is, this is my target and this is who I'm trying to target and who I want to teach. I love everyone. I have a heart for everyone. I don't care yeah. what color you are. Isn't I don't it care. weird though that we have to make that kind of yes. disclaimer? Yeah. When we want to set out to do something for our community, we have to make sure we say, it doesn't mean, it's not a hate movement. Absolutely. It's but not it a hate a movement. Focus it is a focus Because there's a need. Movement. It is a need. That's the bottom line. You're right. responding to a need. Right. In our community. So and I, that's okay. Yeah. I choose to walk confidently in that. And so whereas before I was kind of like, uh, I'm kind of a little hesitant to, to, to put that tag on it. But now, um, you know, I'm like, here I am. This is what it is. And this is what I'm moving forward with. Love it. Yeah. Love it. I'm excited. And I know sort of in that vein, you've put together some really innovative events that have brought together diverse black women, mm-hmm. you know, from all walks of life. Um, we were all impressed by your photo shoot. 
It was the largest. <laughs> yeah. The largest photo the shoot. The most interesting yeah. photo shoot. Tell us about it, though. How did you bring that together? So just coming up with different creative um, ideas. You know, I'm a creative anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, innovator. I always like to think how to, you know, stay out of the box. How to make a name for myself in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, how to stand out. How to get women to know about what I do. That's why I do branding. <laughs> you know, right. because like myself... Um, who, you know, have done things to, again, be creative and stay outside of the box. I want to teach other women how to do the same thing. So the photo shoot just, I do photo shoots every time I have an event. I love, 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 love photo shoots. And while I don't absolutely love being in the photo shoots, and you'll see a lot of photo shoots when I'm, where I'm not in, because mm-hmm. I want to, I want to highlight the women. And so, um, but usually my photo shoots would just be friends. You know, hey, come out, be a part of my photo shoot because, you know, all of my friends are business owners are doing things in the community. So I would put them a part of my photo shoots and that would be um, just promo for the different things that I'm doing. So this particular time I said, hey, you know, why don't I open it up for just anyone who wanted to join and just highlight women, whoever, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was going to be. I didn't have a number in my head. Actually, I didn't think anybody was going to click the link. So I made a, a, a Facebook group and I said... I got to slow you down just a moment. I okay. hope people are listening. You said a mouthful already. Mm-hmm. For anybody looking to start anything, yeah. do a photo shoot <laughs> for promo purposes. Right, or right? Something, creative, something creative that's going to you yeah. know spread the word about what you do, about your yeah. brand. And then you can right? leverage those It images. was brand awareness. You have to make people, yeah. Wow. You have to make people aware of what you do. If they don't know you, you don't exist. You know, they didn't see it. It didn't happen, you know. And so I just put the link out there and I said, hey, anybody who wants to be a part of the next female boss photo shoot, click this link. Um, By morning, it was about 300 women in the group. Yeah. And um, I know I was shocked. I was like, oh, my gosh. And so I don't even know. (laughs) I don't even know how I did all of that because I, you know, grouped them off. They were in groups of maybe 15. Mm -hmm. They all had themes. They all had different inspirational shirts. I don't even know how I got that all together because it was so many moving pieces in that, you know, in that photo shoot. They all bought shirts. Um, And again, I had to group them up based off of the theme. So it was uh, women empowering, empowering women's um, shirts. There was uh, more than a conqueror. I mean, it was so many different uh, inspirational themes that I grouped them up. So each group had to wear a certain color. They had to uh, wear a certain, you know, particular style. um, And then they had their inspirational themed shirts. And I was able to group them all together. Again, I think back on them like, man, how did you, how did you even do that? And so um, I made it into a cookout. You know, I had, you know, some vendors there, Mount Trashmore. And all of those women came out in 105 degree weather in the summertime to be a part of this photo shoot. I mean, I was so overwhelmed, but it was a lot of pressure. It was a lot of pressure. I stood out there for three days in the hot sun for them to come pick up their shirts and just the whole pressure of man this is this is big this is big you know I I really felt the pressure and but it was great it was great they came out you know they took their photos they got to network um it was just really it was a powerful powerful day hot day Oh my gosh, hot day, but it was very powerful. And I um, was just so appreciative that they all came out, um, that they all just believed 
in the movement. You know, they were like, oh, you're doing such a great thing, bringing us all together. It was all about them. You know, it wasn't about me at all. Now, yes, it was for brand awareness. I wanted people to know what the Year of the Female Boss was all about. It's about bringing women together. And so that's just what I did. I brought them together. Wow. Genius. <laughs> I love it, man. Congrats to you. I'm so excited to see what more you're going to come up with. This creative mind that does not sleep. Yeah, it, it, it does not does not sleep. It does not sleep. And um, real quick, our phone mm-hmm. lines are open. Okay. Uh, if you've got questions for Janita about anything that she's doing, about maybe she'll be willing to offer a little consultation over the phone, 757-727. 5711. Call in 757-727-5711 if you've got questions for Janita. Man, is that the phone line going already? I don't know if it is or not. So is there more? I'd like to hear more about this, um, the journey away from corporate. Because I think a lot of people... You know, they're thinking about it. People are upset in their jobs. They're being discriminated Mm -hmm. against. They're not Mm -hmm. being paid Mm -hmm. what their Mm -hmm. counterparts are being paid. They have ideas. Right. They want to know if it's practical. Yeah. Could I walk away? Could I start something? Tell your story. Well, you know, again. Or or maybe just answer that question. How how should they make that move? (laughs) (laughs) I can't tell you until I really tell you, you know, what I went through um, in my journey. Because when people um, come to me and they say, hey, I get a lot of calls, believe it or not. I'm sure you do. they're like, girl, I'm ready to quit. I want to leave my job. Like, Mm. I'm out. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. That's, it's not that easy, you know. Um, we got a call. Can we, we have a call? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, thank you for calling Black Wall Street today. This Be is nice Blair. Do you have a question for Janita? <laughs> yes, I do. I'm so glad you called. Yeah. What's your question? My question is, I just, I just been sitting here crying, just listening to uh, you. Your life sounds too much like mine to me not to call in. Oh, man. I have a business that I've been trying to get off since 2010. And I now I know why God has delayed it. I wasn't mm-hmm. ready then. Mm-hmm. He wanted me to hear you. Oh, man. When you, when so you made the statement about purpose to impact lives and about fitness, that was it. There was no way I was going to get up from here without calling you. Oh, man. See, that I is why I do what I do. Yes, and I tell you, I need to get in contact with you. I'd like to make an appointment to come talk to you about my idea. I've had about this business for 10 years. Wow. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. Is there a way for her to... Yeah, if you want to share your information again. Okay, yes. So, um, call me. You know, I don't mind sharing my number. Um, It's 202-878-3159. So, send me a text right now so I can know who you are. And I'll get in touch with you as soon as I, I leave here. And we can set up an appointment so you can come to my office and talk about this 10-year journey into what you're trying to do. And um, so we can talk about how you can move forward in this, in your purpose, in your assignment. That's what I do. Thank you so much. And I just have one more quick question. Yes. I know a lot of businesses I've been here, well, a lot of people that I've told about this idea that I've had. Mm -hmm. All they say to me is most businesses, they fail within such and such a year. And I say quickly, the devil's a liar. Absolutely. Because if this wasn't something that God wanted me to do, it would have left my heart a long time ago. It was time for me to get in contact with you. Before, it wasn't. 
I believe it is now, and I will get in contact with you because I believe this is something that you would really love to hear about. I'm so excited, and I can't wait wow. to hear it. I can't wait to hear it. And we're going to touch on that whole one-year piece. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> thank you so well, much. I look so forward to um, talking to you after this. Thank you so much, and you just keep doing what you're doing because you have inspired me to stop procrastinating and tell fear it's a liar. And That's I'm right. And I'm going to get in contact with you. Thank you so <laughs> much, huge. dear. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. for calling thank in. Thank you. Awesome. Our phone lines are still open, 757-727-5711. If you've got a question for Janita, if you want to set up a consultation, if you want to share a business idea, get her perspective. Again, it's 757-727-5711. I know you're in the middle of answering that question. What do you say to somebody who's ready? Man, so first of all, when I took the leap for my job, I put in a three-month notice. I knew that I was supposed to leave, right? That, you know what? It's something that you can't explain. And I always come from a spiritual standpoint. That's just, yeah. that's that's me. That's my life, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I don't put that off on anyone else. I'm just telling you, you know, uh, me. And so I knew I always had that entrepreneurial spirit. I just didn't know what I, you know, what it was. I'm like, okay, Lord, I can't sing. I can't dance. Uh, you know, what am I going to be I doing, know. right? <laughs> and so when I left, I'm like, okay, I'm going to be planning events. And so I just wanted to be sure that this was, my assignment calling me, you mm -hmm. know, and it's a call. You, 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 you have to have gone through it to understand that call that's pulling you. It was nothing wrong with my job. I had favor at my job. I was making good money. I only worked 14 days out of the month. I was traveling like crazy. I was doing what I wanted to do. Wow. I don't have any kids, any obligations. I was really living the life. And so I was working in DC and, but that call, it was calling me. And so I, I put in my three month notice. My job thought I was crazy. Like, oh, you're just mad today. Uh, whatever. Mm -hmm. That three month mark came and I walked out. I didn't look back. I didn't have any real expectations. No one promised me it was going to be easy. Who promised you it was going to be easy? Mm -hmm. You know, like no one ever said that. So um, I, um, I, I left and hardships came. So there is no more first and a 15th. <laughs> you're getting paid. I ain't got no check coming. Right, it's no, it's no yeah. check coming, you know? So you're trying to find your way through. And everything that I did, I was pouring my money into. And, you know, I didn't stop. Um, and plus, I was living off of that money, too. I had a, a, a you know, great amount of money saved up. But I was also investing in my business, and I was living off of that money, right? And, um, you know, I had a, I had a plan, you know, I had, you know, goals. I had written down what I wanted to do, how I wanted to do Slow it. Slow you down real quick. Okay. She's dropped several nuggets here. <laughs> Give it time. Yes. Three months notice. I like that. I only mm. did eight weeks. Now I, I kind of wish I had done three months. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just to get that two more paychecks in there. <laughs> right. So three months notice. I love that. What was the second thing that she said that was huge? It was about something. what? I put the three-month notice in. I didn't have any real ex expectations when I walked away. I had a plan. Knew you know, it wasn't going to be easy. Right. I knew it wasn't going to be easy. And so I was willing, willing to, to invest. I was willing to invest. You know, oh, I, I invested huge. in myself. And so that investment um, <laughs> took me down, you know. Um, I well, like the three months, though, because it makes sure that it's not an emotional thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wanted to make really sure. Got time to wait yes, that thing yes, out. yes, like, yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. I wanted to make sure that. that it just wasn't me yeah, in my the head. Whole season, three months. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I wanted to wow. make sure that I was hearing right. Mm -hmm. And so when I figured out I was hearing right, I mean, confirmations just came out out. Like everywhere given it time everywhere and then so at that day i felt very comfortable with it again i didn't say i didn't go out there like oh this is just going to be so great da, 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 da. i just knew that i was answering 
my call, my assignment. Mm -hmm. And so I left. Um, I did the events. I did the scope event mm -hmm. at the scope. Um, I, I did several other events. Right, like. right, 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 right. <laughs> and um, um, over maybe like five months, six months into, I lost all of my money. Every single dime. My bank account was a negative four hundred ninety nine dollars. And I was like, okay, so what do I do? Do I go back <laughs> to no, no. my job? Or, you know, do I um, continue on? I was determined to continue on, you know, because I had recently saw some entrepreneurs on Facebook and they were um, expressing how hard it was and that they were going back to the corporate world. I was determined not to not to do that. You know, I wanted to push past that hurdle. Right there. Mm -hmm. Fastest hour ever. It always yeah. happens. Real quick, just reiterate your social media stuff so people can contact you. So social break. media, um, you can find me always on my personal page. I'm always on Facebook, Janita R. Castillo and Live Inspired LLC. Perfect. Okay. And then I'll share more stuff in our closing. Thank you so much. You're this so welcome. I'm so excited. You're come back like another six months and international. It's going to be yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's going to be. You're going to have to find me. <laughs> we'll be back in just a moment. The biggest financial asset that you have going for you by miles is the value of your own earning power over the years. If you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. More important business insights are on the way. Stay locked in. Black Wall Street Today will be right back after these messages. I'm not a hunter, but I'm told that uh, in places like in the Arctic, where indigenous people uh, sometimes might might hunt a wolf. They, they'll, they'll take a double-edged blade and they'll put blood on the blade and they'll melt the ice and stick the handle in the ice so that only the, the, the blade is protruding and that a wolf will smell the blood and wants to eat and it'll come and lick the blade trying to eat. And what happens is when the, when the wolf licks the blade, of course, uh, he cuts his tongue and he bleeds and he thinks he's really having a good thing. He drinks and he licks and he licks and of course he's drinking his own blood and he kills himself. That's what the imperialists did to us with crack cocaine. You got these young brothers out there thinking that they're getting something that they're going to make a living with. They're getting something they can buy a car like they think that it's something that's bringing resources to them. But they're killing themselves just like the wolf who's licking the blade and they're slowly dying without knowing it. That's what's happening to the community. You with me on that? That's exactly and precisely what happens to the community. That's the thing that we have to understand. Did y'all know that in the event of a national emergency or crisis in this country, the Office of Emergency Planning can put into effect executive orders that will suspend your constitutional bill of rights and take freedom from you with the signing of a piece of paper? Executive orders like Order Number 10,995, which provides for the government takeover of all communications and media. Order Number 10,998, the takeover of all food resources and farms. 10,999 provides for the takeover of all modes of transportation and control of all major highways. Order Number 11,000 provides for the mobilization of all civilians into work brigades under government supervision. 
Hello, slavery. 11,001, the takeover of all health, education, and welfare functions. 11,002 designates Postmaster General to operate a national registration of all persons in the country. Read Revelations chapter 13. 11,003 provides for the takeover of all airports and aircraft. 11,004 provides for housing and finance authority to relocate communities, build new housing with public funds, designate areas to be abandoned as unsafe and establish new locations for populations. See, in the event of any national crisis in this country, these executive orders can be put into effect. Let's say if the World Trade Center is bombed or a federal building in Oklahoma City, a plane blowing up over Long Island, a pipe bomb at the Olympics, these serve to create the panic that is necessary to issue executive order number 11,051, which simultaneously puts all other orders into effect. Slaves all over again. Slaves all over again. And now, more Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham on Smooth 88.1 WHOV. Welcome back. Wow, episode 66 has not disappointed. Super grateful to our guest, Janita Castillo. I do have a few announcements. Again, thanks again for tuning in. We are building minds, building connections, and forging the path ahead toward business success in the Black community. We look forward to talking next week where we'll feature Money Talk with Michael Gray and Anthony Epps. Talk to you soon. 22 million black victims of Americanism are waking up and they're gaining a new political consciousness, becoming politically mature. And as they become, uh, develop this political maturity, they're able to see the recent trends in these uh, political elections. They see that the whites are so evenly divided that every time they vote, uh, the race is so close, they have to go back and count the votes all over again. And th th which means that any block, any minority that has a block of votes that stick together is in a strategic position. Either way you go, that's who gets it. You're, you're in a position to determine who go to the White House and who stay in the doghouse. You're the one who has that power. You can keep Johnson in Washington, D.C., or you can send him back to his Texas cotton patch. who sent Kennedy to Washington. You're the one who put the present Democratic administration in Washington, D.C. The whites were evenly divided. It was the fact that you threw 80% of your votes behind the Democrats that put the Democrats in the White House. When you see this, you can see that the Negro vote is the key factor. And despite the fact that you are in a position to, to be the determining factor, what do you get out of it? The Democrats have been in Washington, D.C., only because of the Negro vote. They've been down there four years. And all other legislation they wanted to bring up, they've brought it up and gotten it out of the way, and now they bring up you. And now they bring up you. You put them first, and they put you last. Because you're a chump. A political chump. In Washington, D.C., in the House of Representatives, there are 257 who are Democrats. Only 177 are Republican. In the Senate, there are 67 uh, Democrats. Only 33 are Republicans. The party that you backed 
controls two-thirds of the House of Representatives and the Senate, and still they can't keep their promise to you, because you're a chump. Anytime you throw your weight behind a political party that controls two-thirds of the government and that party can't keep the promise that it made to you during election time and you are dumb enough to walk around continuing to identify yourself with that party, you are not only a chump, but you're a traitor to your race. Stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram. And then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community, not a particular political party. Hey, yo, when I say black, you say Wall Street. What? Black Wall Street. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black. Black. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black. Black. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black. Black. Uh. Black Wall Street. Black Wall Street. Black Wall Street.